In the words of a singer-songwriter you may just know, the times, they are a-changing. You're listening to ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. Today, we're going to talk about change from a very special vantage point, that of ReachMD itself. And joining me is the CEO of ReachMD and its parent company, U.S. Health Connect, Frank Rusamano. Frank, welcome to the program. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. Looking forward to talking with you. Well, this is a distinct pleasure for me because I get to put one of my own colleagues on the hot seat, but I know that Frank is up for it. So, Frank, why don't we get started? Why change to an Internet radio platform? Well, Matt, you know, we've been on satellite radio for quite some time, and we've spent some time in looking at where our listeners are and, and what they prefer as a platform. And Internet radio gives us an opportunity to provide the terrific content that we have available on ReachMD to many more listeners and give them the opportunity to listen to us for free without having to pay a subscription fee. And why now? Why the change at this point? It's been in our plans for a couple of years now. We've been investigating the best options to give uh, the most access to our listeners. The time seemed right. The trending is in the right direction for Internet radio. And the growth has accelerated beyond the growth of satellite radio. Well, why don't we talk about some of these new players? Let's talk about iHeartRadio. Who are they and what attracted you to them? So iHeartRadio are internet platforms that target many different demographics and not only the healthcare community but in other communities as well. When we looked at partners for our platform, we found they were a great fit for our organization. We like the web platforms and the mobile platforms, being able to listen to their programming in cars. As uh, the internet community grows, we're going to find that uh, internet radio is available in all new cars going forward. iHeart are aggressive in their pursuit of uh, being available with the car manufacturers. And it's interesting that you talk about the ability to listen to internet radio in cars. I think the question that comes up immediately for a lot of listeners then is, whoa, whoa, what's the cost of that? What's that going to cost me? What is your response to that? Our service will be available free to all listeners, and that was one of the attractions to us for those platforms. And we see it in trending. Consumers and healthcare professionals alike like free service, and that's sort of a natural reaction. Our enthusiasm for this is uh, is fantastic, and, and we, we like making sure that all of our listeners, whether they're fans of ours on the web, on our mobile application, or otherwise, have the ability to listen to us without having to pay a fee. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, being very egocentric, I want to know that my voice is heard by as many people as possible, as beautiful as it is. So my question to you is then, you mentioned car access. Um, What other forms of uh, compatible media uh, players can people utilize this kind of content on through iHeartRadio? Because we know that with the satellite platform, we have access through iPods, other uh, mobile devices, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and not just cars. What is iHeartRadio going to be offering in that regard? Well, many of the same opportunities that Satellite offers. Let me start with ReachMD has its own mobile applications and website where our content is available, and, and we love it when our listeners come to those platforms. But iHeartRadio offers an opportunity through their mobile platforms and their websites. In addition to that, there's hardware out there that our listeners can purchase internet radios that are available for the car and for the desktop if they prefer. And so that's another opportunity for our listeners to be able to engage with our content and for those that have a car that doesn't have internet radio available to them. And again, when we talk about 
auto access to this content. Are we talking about the dashboard? What kind of what kind of content access are we talking about? Well, there's really three ways that we can access it in the car. Like I said earlier, the new cars have internet radios built into their dashboards, and it's pretty cool stuff. You can uh, touch the screen, find our radio, find our channel, and be able to listen to the program that way. Or if you don't have an internet radio built into your dashboard, there are two other ways that uh, you can access uh, internet radio in your car. One, you can buy hardware aftermarket to install into your vehicle. Or secondly, um, most cars today have either an auxiliary jack or a USB port um, where our mobile devices can get plugged in. We can listen to radio uh, through our, our the ReachMD mobile app or through our website and capture our content that way. And you talked about our listener community that we're entering into here. How large of a listener community is iHeartRadio? iHeartRadio has about 40 million listeners, and those listeners are accessing their radio channels through the same platforms we talked about earlier, uh, mobile, web, and car radios in Dash. Why don't you take us through the details of what's going to happen starting October 18th? What is actually going to happen when we transition over? So on October 18th, we will exclusively be aired on iHeartRadio applications. Like I said earlier, um, if you go to the ReachMD.com website and click on the Listen Live button on the homepage, you can listen that way. We have the, uh, the mobile app as well, and so our listeners will need to find us through those platforms. We will open up uh, the opportunity for all of our listeners to be able to uh, access this content without having to pay any fees, and, uh, and we're excited about that. So in riding alongside that, where do you see ReachMD headed here? What's your vision for moving forward with this transition? Our team is working hard at looking at more platforms of the future that would give uh, more access to the listeners and, and listeners who are who have yet to discover ReachMD in their day. Healthcare professionals are important to us. We know that they're they're busy. We need to be able to provide content to them where they are and whenever they want to listen. And so, while uh, we are excited about these two platforms, we believe we're going to be able to announce many more opportunities for our listeners to be able to access the content. That's great. And you mentioned the healthcare professionals. That obviously is our target community. Imagine you're facing the healthcare professional community all in one hive mind right now, right across from you. What are you going to tell them right now as far as this move is concerned? I would tell them that we're excited. Like I said earlier, this has been in our plans for some time. We had to work through and make sure that uh, whatever partners we selected would be the best partners for our listeners. And we're looking forward to being able to give them more access in a more convenient way, no matter which device they choose to listen to, to us on. So you talked about the healthcare community. Well, let's envision that I am the healthcare community I'm representing. I'm a conduit for all the healthcare professionals listening right now. How did you gather the information in which you would make that decision to make this transition and decide that it was the best move for all of us? Well, it's interesting. Beside the raw numbers, Matt, which is the trending that I talked about earlier, the growth of internet radio as compared to satellite radio, the ability for our listeners to be able to access our content without having to pay a subscription fee, those were important factors in this. It was interesting. We also found a different trend. Recently, in July, we surveyed our listeners. We surveyed uh, over 190,000 listeners in our platform, and we learned 
that the vast majority of our listeners were actually listening to us on the Internet. And so that trend was something we didn't understand a few years back and wasn't happening a few years back. But the behavior of our listeners has changed. We are trying to stay ahead of the curve, and uh, these new platforms allow us to be able to give them that access where they want to listen to us and and hopefully uh, give access to those who haven't been able to, either because they didn't want to pay for a satellite radio subscription or they didn't have those devices available to them. Well, in making that transition, we have a dynamic form of programming that allows for short-form information. Our listeners have come to love that. We've surveyed them in the past. They love getting information that can be quick and accessible. Do you envision programming having to change in any way because of this transition, this move? No, this transition won't affect any of the program in in the way that we've designed it. As you said, we love the 15-minute programming. Our listeners love it. Our listeners are so busy every day to be able to capture some really cool medical content in a 15-minute clip is fantastic, and you won't see us changing that model whatsoever. We are, however, working on some really cool new programs that we want to introduce to our listeners, but the formatting, the programming that our listeners have come to enjoy will not change as a result of this transition. Now, one thing I imagine would change would be the ability for our listening audience to provide better feedback, uh, give us more insight into what it is that they really want to hear. How do you envision that changing with this kind of transition? Well, we can interact with more listeners through these multiple platforms, and there is an opportunity for them to be able to give us their feedback through those platforms. And in many ways, the feedback of our listeners has been what has caused this transition. So um, that will continue. We'll have the opportunity to uh, to learn from them. We'll be able to gather uh, information from our new partners about listener preferences and, and behaviors that will allow us to continue to upgrade our program in a way that... Uh, uh, response to their needs. So it's not simply a one-way conduit is what you're trying to say? No, it's not. In fact, one of the things that's happened over the years is, is a listener of ours would listen to satellite radio, hear a really great show. They might come to our website and listen again, maybe to uh, to get some CME credits or otherwise. And that, to some degree, was limiting. Now when you go to the internet, you, uh, you have the opportunity to favorite something, put something in a playlist, recommend it to a colleague without having to remember. I just heard this on the air. Now I have to remember to go back to the Internet to be able to forward it and, and uh, link it to a, to a colleague of mine. So there's some really interesting things we can do, and our listeners can share with their colleagues and be able to help one another uh, fulfill their educational needs through the, uh, the platform. And on the programming question, we talked about formatting. We're going to have the same formats that people are adjusted to, that they're used to, that they enjoy. What do you see moving forward in terms of additional programming? We have lots of stuff going on with our team, and uh, what we expect to see in 2014 is more coverage of medical conferences. We have uh, our teams working on, uh, on planning those right now. And you'll also see more CME. Uh, Our listeners have said they enjoy our CME activities, and we want to make sure that we put more up for them so that they have the opportunity to fulfill their educational needs at ReachMD.com. And before we wrap up, one of the most natural questions to ask is, where do we take our listeners? Where should they go? Where do they need to go to learn more about this change? You know, as I mentioned earlier, our plan was to give our listeners multiple options. So they can go to iHeartRadio.com or, of course, our website, ReachMD.com where they might be able to listen to us on the web or through any of our mobile apps. All that information is available, and all the information from this conversation is available on reachmd.com slash radio. Well, I very much want to thank Frank Russomano, CEO of ReachMD and its parent company, U.S. Health Connect. Frank, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me again, Matt. This has been fun. I enjoy uh, talking about all the new stuff that's going on at ReachMD. As Frank said, you can find us on reachmd.com and iheartradio.com. 
Thanks again for listening.